Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. This is the no bullshit ambitious girl's guide to life. Real stories, real successes, and also real failure. My name is Jordan, and on this podcast, I share the real and raw truths as I journey to success and document every single step of the way. Career, mindset, self-development, business, marketing, health, money, confidence, you name it, we are going to share it. Together, we are going from mess to success. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another week of podcasting mayhem. Um, so this week's podcast, as you can probably already tell by the title, is all about the road to self-love, how to really love yourself, build that confidence within yourself and just kind of have this faith in knowing who you are and knowing that who you are is enough and that who you are is amazing because it is. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. <clears throat> so I kind of used to hate myself. Um, and you might be surprised to hear that if you follow me on social media, because if you follow me on social media, you're probably thinking this girl has the hugest ego I've ever encountered. <laughs> and, um, like it might come across like that on social media, but I really, really did. It, it, it has been such a journey to get to where I am um, and how I show up on social media right now. Like I definitely, um, a year ago even, I was nowhere, nothing even close to that. Um, I thought it was really cool to hate yourself. You know, cool kids hate themselves, right? <laughs> so self-deprecating humor was my go-to and I thought it was the funniest thing on earth. Um, there's nothing more funny than tearing down your appearance, your personality, your values, and your talents, right? Right? How else am I meant to get a few cheap laughs without talking about how pathetic and ugly I am and how shitty I am at everything I try? And if you don't kind of partake in self-deprecating humor, you might be like, what the heck? I would never do that. Um, but I know a lot of people do and they use self-deprecating humor as a crutch and like they're constantly like, oh, I'm disgusting. <laughs> And I used to be the exact same because I thought it was hilarious, but really it was just because I couldn't actually think of a joke more original than just making fun of myself. And it's weird because I used to be a really, really confident kid. Like when I was a kid, I was, oh my gosh, I thought I was the bee's knees. I was cute. I was confident and I could not wait to get older so I could live out my fantasies of being famous and living in a huge mansion and driving my gorgeous cars. And then somewhere along the line, I lost that. I don't know exactly when it started. Might be a conversation for my therapist, but somewhere between primary school and high school, the insecurities just blossomed. I started comparing myself to others. I never felt like anything I did was good enough. And I became so, so hypercritical of every single thing I did. And the thing is, I didn't realize how bad it had gotten. I just assumed that everyone was in a constant state of comparison, fear, not feeling good enough, hating who you were and hating how you looked. And I just accepted it as a part of life. And um, I just thought of something as well that could have played into it. And if you're kind of around my age demographic as well, you might relate to this. But Tumblr, oh my gosh, Tumblr was so bad for my mental health when I was a kid. Like, 
it's basically just a huge comparison trap. All I wanted was to be Tumblr famous and, you know, have really skinny legs like the Tumblr girls had and, you know, have perfect, beautiful, clear skin like the Tumblr girls had when in reality I was like this short little pizza faced girl. And there was nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I was going to grow into my beauty. But, you know, when you're constantly looking around and you're in that really, really painfully awkward phase in your life, it can be so detrimental to constantly have that thrown in your face with a platform like Tumblr. And most people around me would probably probably be surprised to hear how much I struggled with loving myself. You know, I was really, really good at putting on the outgoing act and being the chatty one. You know, like I was so good at pretending to be the outgoing girl. And I, I, I am the outgoing girl, but what I mean is the confident outgoing girl. Um, but even then it got so bad that I actually started to feel afraid to speak up in social settings because I convinced myself that my chattiness was annoying other people and that I didn't have anything of value to add anyway. So I may as well stay quiet. Like I used to be so extroverted, so loud, so chatty, but then I got so insecure and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm annoying people. Like, I'm just going to stay quiet. Like no one wants to be around the loud, annoying girl. And I just, oh my gosh, it was like hit after hit after hit to my self-esteem, like, oh my gosh. Um, so obviously none of that's true, um, but Jordan from two years ago didn't know that. And why am I telling you about how much I hated myself in a podcast episode about discovering how to love yourself? Well, it's because part of my journey to loving myself was to forgive myself for being so mean and for hating myself so much. I had to let go of the resentment and anger I felt towards myself because once you do start to grow on the journey of loving yourself, it's so easy to feel resentful to your past of being like, why did I feel that way? Why did I not know better? Why did I waste so much time hating myself when I could have been so much happier? And it's easy to, you know, be resentful to your previous self, but you know, you need to forgive yourself. You need to show yourself compassion. You're a human. We aren't meant to be perfect, but that doesn't mean that we can't love who we are. So I'm going to go over some areas that can really, really help you in coming to love yourself. Like I think that loving yourself is so important and it has changed my life. You know, being on this journey of self-love, it has changed so many things for me. I, I turn up and I'm so much more confident. I feel so much more okay with myself. I know who I am more. You know, if you'd have asked me a year ago, who are you? I literally would have been like, I don't know, the annoying loud girl. I don't know. But now like, I feel like I have so much more to offer because I believe in myself and I love myself. And I know that I have a lot to offer and I have a lot of skills and I have a lot of talents. And that's not me being egocentric. Like maybe it is a little bit, but that's just me accepting who I am and knowing that, yeah, I do have a lot to offer and there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe that's another reason why a lot of people you know, fall into this insecurity trap, this self-deprecating humor trap trap is because it's not, especially in Australia, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but it's seen as like a bad thing to brag and you don't want to brag. And it's like a little bit of tall poppy syndrome. And, you know, you want to kind of seem cool and normal and you don't want to seem too out there, but it's like, let's leave that in 2020 because that is so boring. I'm so sorry, but who wants to be normal? Like ugh, boring. Um, so yeah, let's let's launch into the steps of how you can love yourself. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with loving yourself. It does not mean you're egotistical. It does not mean you're selfish. It means you fucking appreciate who you are and everything you've worked for. And there is nothing wrong with that. So step one, 
Treat your body as though it's worthy of love. I used to eat a packet of chips for dinner, then sit on my phone until 2 a.m. and then force myself to wake up at a reasonable hour to go to a job that I hated. I never exercised, I ate like shit, and I didn't look after my body because subconsciously I don't even think I thought I was worth it. Like I really, and you know, that caused me to further hate how I looked because how would I enjoy how I look when I'm feeding my body with shit essentially um so but this is step one show yourself that you are worth it by looking after yourself you are so deserving of self-care try to get some more sleep whether that means going to bed earlier or letting yourself sleep in a little bit longer just make sure that you're well rested because someone who loves themselves loves themselves enough to know that their body needs to be rested try to eat well now i don't want to be a total hypocrite because truth be told i don't have the best diet but it's certainly better than what it was previously like i used to have the worst diet ever so try to consume fruit and veggies in a way that works for you don't force it because then it won't last but just try to naturally integrate it into your routine like i really struggle to cook cooking is definitely not my strong suit so i try to work in veggies and fruits in ways that is manageable for me and it's not too much effort because i just don't cook so (laughs) just find what works for you get some movement in and i'm not saying go and join a gym and go 10 times a week i'm saying that move your body in a way that works for you and is sustainable to upkeep whether that's going for a walk doing five minutes of stretching a skipping rope joining a gym doing group sports even like oh my gosh go and do some touch footy or go and do some you know if you're at uni you can do social sports and there's so many different fitness levels i did social sports when i was in uni and at that stage i was so bloody unfit but it was fine start small and work your way up because you are worth it and i know what you might be thinking like why is exercise and sleep and food gonna make me love myself and it's because you are treating yourself as though you are worthy of love you are feeding your body you are nourishing your body because you're worth it you are worth feeling good. So step two, it's the same way you want to treat your body as though it's worthy of love. You want to treat your mind the same. Try therapy. Therapy is not synonymous with being insane. If we go to the doctor for physical health, why is it not commonplace to go to the doctor for our mental health? Trust me when I say that if you haven't been to therapy, it's 100% worthwhile checking out. Even if you feel as though you don't need it, hearing the perspective of a professional can be so beneficial in understanding why you might do things a certain way or have certain habits and reactions and I went to therapy for the first time myself in 2020 after being in denial for so long. I always told myself, well, I'm not depressed, so I don't need therapy or I'm not mentally ill enough for therapy. Um, And then when I was in a situation where I was essentially forced to go, um, I may talk about that in another episode, but for now, I was forced to go to therapy. Um, And it was honestly life changing. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that I'd waited so long to go. Hearing from a professional and, you know, telling my story and then hearing how a professional kind of digest that it was just so insightful and really really validated a lot of the ways that I was feeling you know it made me feel like maybe I'm not such a evil disgusting slob you know it really really gives you a new perspective so I highly recommend it except for no more self-deprecating jokes they're not that funny anyway the effects of making those kinds of jokes are not even worth it your brain believes what you say if you speak things into existence your brain will believe it it might not understand that what you're saying um you know when you say you're disgusting ugly unfunny failure it might not understand that that's a joke it might not understand that you're saying that with sarcasm or to be funny or to get a laugh it will think that that's real and then you will actually start to believe that story because that's the only story you're telling is just how 
bad you are so don't make jokes at your own expense you are worth more than that queen okay step three affirmations and overcoming negative self-talk as someone who used to hate myself i'm very used to negative self-talk it practically used to be my entire inner monologue for me i was always thinking about how embarrassing and cringeworthy everything i did was i'd psychoanalyze conversations throughout my day and cringe how i'd responded like that's literally how i would go to sleep like when i was lying in bed getting ready for bed i would just think through all of the conversations i'd had that day and just cringe at myself and be like oh my god why would anyone even want to talk to me why would anyone be around me that's so embarrassing And I had to essentially train my brain to stop doing that and overcome that and essentially shut that off. Um, And I was able to do that through affirmations. And it's not easy, especially if you've kind of normalized that, if you think, you know, if you kind of fall into these negative self-talk patterns and you're kind of used to really negatively thinking of yourself, it does take a little bit of time to overcome that and to rewrite that programming. Um, But it is possible through the use of affirmations. Um, So anytime you catch yourself in a negative thought spiral, try to halt it in your tracks and remind yourself that you no longer do that. That the next level version of you does not think of herself in that way or herself, himself, they self, whatever. Try looking into a mirror and repeating positive I am statements. And at first, you're definitely going to feel a little bit stupid, like you will feel ridiculous, but it works. It literally works. Okay. Like saying things out loud, looking yourself in the eye and telling yourself things over time will get you to actually believe it. It really works. Step four is journaling. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I've mentioned journaling in so many episodes. I've even done a full episode on that. I believe it's episode number three. So if you want to hear more about that, go and check that episode out. But honestly, journaling can be life-changing. It really lets you know who you are. You can write affirmations when you're journaling and it's just... It just, it really helps you understand more deeply who you are and it helps you understand why you are lovable and why you deserve to love yourself. Um, And step five is acceptance. You can accept who you are whilst simultaneously striving for something better. Just because you might be on a self-development journey or a career journey or a business journey or a whatever journey it is, that doesn't mean that you can't accept and be grateful for who you are and where you are at right now. I've always wanted to be amazing and successful and like rich and all of these things but in the process of chasing the success I allowed myself to feel as though where I am now is a failure like in the journey of success that the start point means that it's failure and that is just so not true just because you aren't where you want to be yet doesn't mean you're not going to get there being on a journey to do better doesn't mean you have to hate who you are right now you can acknowledge that you want to change things in your life whether it be your weight your business your job your looks your talents but still appreciate where you are in this moment because it's the you of this moment who made the decision to better themselves and i think that's freaking amazing so yeah So yeah, those were my tips on the road to self-love and it's definitely, it's definitely a journey. I probably really started on my, you know, journey of self-discovery, journey of self-love about a year ago and it's really only now, 12 months on, that I'm really, really stepping into my power and really like starting to feel that self-love. You know what? And I do. I freaking love myself these days. You know, I know I'm amazing, but that took work. Literally, if you'd have asked me a year ago like any of these questions, I would have been like, no, like I'm not that good. Like there's so many people out there that are better than me. Like I'm like, you know, really behind. That is just not true. And and that's why I wanted to mention it. it. It's a journey. Okay. Don't feel like where you are now is where you're going to be forever. Okay. You can change anything at any moment. All you have to do is make the decision 
that you're going to change and you can do it and you can start so small and you can use some of the steps that I talked about in this and just apply them and do what works for you. Don't force something that doesn't work for you because that's something else I learned in my self-development journey. I was always trying to do every single hack, every single tip, every single trick that was talked about by the gurus and you'll just get burnt out. Take what they teach and do what works for you. If something doesn't work, get rid of it. It's not it's not going to work for everyone. And yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that. Now, moving on to the next portion of the podcast, and that is guilty pleasure. Uh, if you are new to the Mess to Success podcast, each week we mention a guilty pleasure because, yes, we're smart, we're hot, we're successful, badass people, but we still enjoy our guilty pleasures, okay? We're not perfect. We're not perfect. Anyway, my guilty pleasure for this week is a good one. It is Animal Crossing New Horizons, the Switch game. Oh my gosh, guys. So we've had this game for so long. Like my boyfriend's had it for like over a year and I've been meaning to play it for so long because I feel like this type of game is just so up my alley. Like I just love those little games where you can just kind of like walk around a village, collect supplies and go on little missions and stuff. I just love that kind of thing. And so I finally picked it up last weekend and I'm hooked. It's so much fun. I really, really struggle to disconnect from my phone. You know, being that my entire side hustle, my podcast, my social media is on my phone. Not only that, but then I'm a marketing coordinator in my nine to five. So I also spend a lot of time on my phone at work. I do really struggle to switch off and I associate my phone a lot of the time with work. So having a place where I can go to for joy and entertainment that's not on my phone, it's been so beneficial for me. So I've been absolutely loving playing Animal Crossing. It's so much fun. It's just such a great way to relieve stress and switch off. And if you are thinking about getting Animal Crossing or a Switch, but you're like, oh my gosh, I'm too old. I don't have time, blah, 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 blah. I highly recommend that you reconsider because it really is so lovely to have something that I can just kind of wind down with, play a little bit before bed or you know on my lunch break at work if I don't feel like doing stuff for my podcast or my side hustle I'll just play a little bit of Animal Crossing and it's amazing I love it anyway that is where I'm going to wrap this episode up I hope you enjoyed it and this is something that I'm so passionate about so if you wanted to kind of go deeper into anything please feel free to message me on Instagram at Jordan K Creative I'm always here if you want to chat about anything Um, but yeah I hope you enjoyed it thank you so much bye Thank you so much for finishing another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. You are literally amazing. If you're craving community, check out the Mess to Success podcast community on Facebook, a place for like-minded, ambitious baddies to get real. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow, subscribe, tell a friend, or tag me on your story. If you rate this podcast five stars, take a screenshot and email it to jordan at jordankcreative.com for a little bonus surprise to be sent to you. You are absolutely incredible for listening and I'll be back in your ears next Friday.